0: Your best Your best Welcome to Your Best Bets, previewing the Farmer's Insurance Open this week at a Torrey Pines. It's the first big feeling golf event we've had in a uh, probably since either the Ryder cup or the tour championship. So a few months. So excited to talk about that tonight. Uh, look at the field, strong fields, go through the odds, uh, review what we saw last week out at, uh, Palm Springs. Um, is that the, is that the career builder? No, I'm just kidding. I forget. I forget what it's even called the American express, the American express. Um, Johnny is here to talk about it with me, Johnny. Um, did anyone uh did anyone watch football because I'm sure everyone was glued into the American Express yesterday right
1: Yeah I mean you know that that American Express between you know that uh, that race between like um Tom Hoagie and Lee Hodges um was was pretty epic there and the you know the, the Hudson Swafford you know just dominant final round there and there really wasn't much else on to watch as far as television uh, or sports wise. I don't think so. I think everybody's pretty much glued to this. So we probably don't have much to talk about because everybody saw it.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, if you're, if you were waiting out the, the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes duel, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you're looking for. You got everything you wanted in the Tom Hoagie Lee Hodges, Hudson Swafford uh, duel in the last few holes. Um, no, honestly, um, I, I we're we're going to talk just a few minutes about about the American Express and really move on to to a couple other items, but uh, not a lot to say. We 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 didn't do a show last week. Um, in in our 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 picks for the week, you know, we mentioned it's 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 traditionally a long shot tournament. It really bore out to be a long shot tournament. Hudson Swafford was uh, I saw two two hundred fifty to one in some books. You know, maybe if you could have gotten them even 200 to one somewhere in that range. Um, Guys like Lee Hodges, Tom Hoagie were well over a hundred to one. Uh, So in in some aspects, it's a bummer to miss out on such a long number, but it really was like roulette, uh, the back nine there on Sunday, it seemed.
1: Yeah, I I was, you know, I I saw several tweets um, and they were mainly just retweets of these guys that picked hudson swafford to win and it was like you know the guy the guy won the event what a few years ago it was probably a little bit longer than that but you know kind of kind of turned into a little bit of a journeyman type you know barely within the one top 125 you know making this card. you know getting this card year after year but it you know the the, we knew this was going to be a long shot that was likely to win it's just it's so hard among all these guys out here to pick and to see this early in the year who's uh you know who's playing good golf and and uh you know when you get the conditions like this where it's uh you know it's basically like a dome i mean there's not a breath of wind the 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 weather's essentially perfect it's it's a little cool in the morning and then gets a very very couple comfortable temperatures in the af- afternoon and then you've got uh you know great growing conditions for grass so the greens in themselves are are immaculate so it ends up being you know you know where it's not really a true test that you'll see on some of these hard golf courses that the pga tour guys play so you know it was one of those things that you know it was hard to go chalky and pick the top guys because you know one of these guys who is you know almost just as good if they have a great ball striking week make some putts and, and they could end up finishing top on the leaderboard
0: we went uh two for 15 and our uh, our best bets tough scene I I went at least you hit one Ja or not Josh I'm sorry I had Josh when we went Zach hit one um, he hit a plus 140 can't lay over roM so good call there I went over five tough tough picking last week I'm not totally shocked we did that uh, uh 2 minutes on Hudson Swafford uh looks like Harris English doppelganger for Harris English you could probably put them side by side and get them confused at certain points both went to georgia uh swafford's had maybe maybe a bit of an under the radar career i guess i mean three wins now he's won this event twice um i you know i guess decent player he's going his name pops up every now and then on the leaderboard he contends once in a while and uh you know good for him I guess right
1: yeah you know playing at Georgia you know which is a PGA tour kind of you know a prepping ground really for college and you know he he is he looks like you know almost exactly like Harris English and their games are, are both very similar and and he's had some success. I mean, winning three times there on the tour is, is uh, good enough itself there, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's got going to stick around, I think for a long time, because there's not really any serious weaknesses in his games in his game, but there's not really any major strength where he's going to win a major or, or contend in, in, in a major, but uh, you know, he'll probably carve out an okay career where he'll have his PGA tour card, you know, for a good number of years. And, breakthrough on the occasional win um like you said good for hudson but you know it's just kind of a like you know an underwhelming type victory there
0: yeah i mean apparently he excels at um piece of shit fucking setups
1: uh, that are putting contests right (laughs) wow that was that was quite the line there that that uh, uh that the cameras picked up.
0: I was I, I needed the right moment to to, to include that. <laughs> and it just
1: felt good. Yeah, yeah. John Rom uh was that did he say that on Saturday or Sunday? Was that Sunday morning? Uh I, I know it was it posted to Twitter Sunday morning. Yeah it was, so Saturday, it was Saturday it looked like yeah. Yeah <laughs> yeah not not happy with it but uh uh the the golf courses they play three total golf courses um and they're all kind of similar. They're not overly difficult as far as PGA tour standards go. Um, the one they play on, you know, two of the rounds, including Sunday is the, is the biggest challenge. But when, you know, when there's no wind, there's, there's no weather, there's no, you know, no elements of the golf courses in front of them. These guys are just to sort of tear it apart there. And, and, and John Rob made those comments and the camera caught him as he was walking off the green to the next tee. And uh, you know, like, I think you had said that, you know, a little surprising considering this is what it is every single year. And he's played this event before him. Mean, he's a he's a former winner there. But, uh, you know, I don't mind it. A little, a little spicy there. But uh, but I mean, this is just this is what this event is.
0: Maybe it was a, a clue that John Rahm hasn't changed as much as we think he's changed. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I is it. Mickelson's the host of this tournament, isn't he?
1: Uh, yes, actually, he's he's the host.
0: Okay, so I wonder if there's some obligation to. I, I believe they share the same agent. I wonder if there's some obligation there that that it, you know is because Mickelson hosts. I, I don't know. I, I don't really know why he's playing in this golf tournament at this point. Uh, to be honest with you, it kind of feels like when Spieth still still played the John Deere. After he had ascended to number one and and that's where he had his first win. And I don't know if there's some affinity there or it's an obligation, but uh, I don't need to see John Romm back here at this tournament. And apparently he's not, he's not into it. So um, anything else from American Express, I have very little, like I said, I had interest on Sunday because of Will Torres, who, um, you know, he started to become the guy that just hits it great, hits it great and just can't buy a putt. But uh, other than that, I don't, I don't really have much to say about this culture.
1: No. And, and Zeltorch was one of the guys I wanted to mention. I mean, he did, did hit it. Well, he's longer than he was uh, last year. I guess he's added 15 pounds and hits it even further. And he was actually pretty, pretty far, uh, big, big time on the driving distance. I think top 30 or something like that last year. So, you know that that's that's interesting in and of itself. The the putting though that really kind of concerns me. He's gonna have to have, you know, not of an out of his mind week, but that's that's definitely um, you know where he uh, he struggles. So, but you know, is it was, it was it was pretty good for not being able to putt very well. Shot sixty seven the last day, and, and uh, what it looked like he was just gonna kind of fade into a top twenty. Ends up finishing sixth place, which was pretty good there. Um, the other interesting thing I saw uh, Francesco Molinari. I mean, we hadn't heard about him for since the COVID started when he took that extended break there and yeah. really has done mm-hmm. nothing. And uh, um, he finished tied for sixth as well with Sal Torres. And, um, you know, I don't want to say it's remarkable, but just kind of surprising that, uh, you know, that, that he had finished top 10 because. I don't even know when the last time he had done that. Maybe he had one last year, but you know he, his game has really fallen. So, other yeah. than that, that's about all I got. Uh,
0: before we move on to the Farmers Insurance Open this week at Torrey, uh, just a couple, one news item, maybe a you know, news item, and then and then something I read that was interesting. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but it was announced. Uh, I I guess after our last podcast that uh, the PGA tour has linked up with Netflix to uh, produce a, a, uh, a, an immersive documentary series on the PGA tour following the the lives and stories of, of certain uh, tour pros. Um, It's from the producers of the the formula one series that was on Netflix. I think it was called drive to survive. I, I didn't, I'm not into formula one. I didn't see it. I heard it was really good though. Really well done. And, um, you know, this is really this is I think this is awesome for the for the sport. I think it's really um, smart to link up with the same people that produce that that same documentary series, Uh, people that know what they're doing, how to tell uh, the stories of these players. And you got a lot of big names. You got, um, you know, you got Brooks, JT, Spieth, DJ, um, Homa, of course, Vic Hovland, just to name a few. Uh, are you looking forward to this when this comes out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I too did not see uh drive to survive. I uh, have not watched that, but um, judging by the reactions of, of how that, uh, uh, how that, uh, well, that was received and talked about and everything, you know, having that kind of uh, uh, quality production. And, and like you said, they, they know what to produce there. They know what, you know, what, uh, what the people want to see. And I think, you know, these pros have gotten better and better about, um, you know, letting themselves, letting their personal lives and, and personalities shine you know, with Twitter, with uh, Instagram and, you know, other social media. But being able to take cameras, um, you know, uh, into their homes and, and, you know, seeing them on the road and, and seeing how they behave, you know, on a Tuesday at Tory, you know. Uh, Cause I heard they were out actually this week, you know, with the start of filming and everything. I can't wait. I just, I, I'd like to see more of how these guys are not solely on the golf course or in their, you know, pre and post round press conferences. So looking forward to that. And I think that's going to be a, a big deal because I think a lot of, you know, since Tigers, you know, not playing at all, you know, getting, introducing a lot of these personalities that, you know, you and I see and, and a lot of people listening get to see, on Twitter and whatnot, but introducing them to, you know, just the casual golf fans and, and hopefully that'll bring more, uh, you know, more fan into the sport. I was, I was a little surprised that the, the masters has agreed to be part of it um,
0: to be honest with you. Oh, did they? Um, yeah. So Augusta national PJ America, USG, the RNA, all the, all the large entities have, have agreed to be part of, of, giving access and inside the ropes behind the scenes stuff so i think it's i think it's gonna be really interesting Who, who's who's a name that you think is gonna really shine through and just be fun to watch and maybe who's a name that you're kind of like that of the list that you saw
1: that are like eh, i could do without that guy you know i i haven't looked at the 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 whole list and everything and and you know you could say because of his twitter presence you know max homa um, you know, seems to be a funny dude. And you want you know, stuff like that. I kind of want to see a guy like like DJ. Um, you know, he's got a lot of interests other than golf. Um, I'd like to kind of see, and I, and, you know, him being about my age, there. Um, you know, been a big fan of his since it started, and you know, I just like to see, you know, it, it, I don't know. You get this impression that he's just this, this completely cleaned up image you know because he's got a couple kids and he's engaged to Paulina and you know whatnot but I think I think seeing him um, you know seeing what what these guys do at their house and, and, and how they how they kind of interact with people and then it, it's kind of weird but Brooks Kepka I think would be interesting he's so he's so stoic and and that that you know I don't know we won't let anything in. I think
0: he could be kind of interesting. I I am interested to see Brooks. I've, you know, I've definitely lit him up a few times, but behind the scenes, he might be, you know, someone that you'd like to hang out with. Um, I I definitely, I think the, just the most interesting entertaining guy might be Harry Higgs um, on the list. Just, I mean, that dude is just, fun to listen to talk. I want to see burger. Um, I want to see, I want to see what the, the straight vibe and lifestyle looks like. Um, as far as I, maybe I'm not that interested in seeing, um, the first time I saw Tony Fee. Now, I mean, he's got, he's got like six kids. Um, it's basically like living in my house. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't really need to see any more of that. He's a nice, nice dude. I just don't know if that's, that's, necessarily going to be the most interesting thing to watch. I thought you might, you might say Mito Pereira. He's on the list.
1: (laughs) Mito Pereira is on the list. (laughs) You know, I don't, I I don't know. I don't don't know if I want to see Mito Pereira until he, you know, until he kind of plays well on a week that I pick him. but you know, you never know. I mean, we, you know, it's going to be one of those things that, you know, like, like hard knocks where they, they find a guy that's just like, you know, seems to just shine for the camera and everything. And that becomes like a kind of a darling to, you know, to the public. And, and it will be interesting to see who, who does that, and see, you know, where their personality shines.
0: One of the things I saw, um, uh, obviously the, the, I almost said the Euro tour, the, uh, DP world tour event, uh, in Abu Dhabi this, this weekend, uh, you know, one by our guy, Thomas Peters, Broke out of a nice long slump there. But um, something I read before the event, Rory McIlroy was talking. And, of course, anytime Rory talks, it's it's a really engaging presser usually or interview. He gives a lot of really interesting thoughts. He said he's, he's going to hit more three woods this year and, and, and less drivers. Now, I don't know if that's actually going to happen,
1: but why? Why? I, I heard that and I was like, did he really say that? And, and I would, I, I kind of interpret that, If you know, since uh, I guess, I guess he did say it. it is more of a mentality and not necessarily something that he's going to do. Um, you know, yeah. he was chasing distance. He admittedly was chasing distance uh, when, you know, when Bryson, um, you know, beefed up and acquired all of his, and he had said that, you know, he, he need, you know, need not do that. I, I think him saying that was more of, I need to, you know, I need to think my way around a golf course a little bit more. Um, yeah, you might hit one extra three when around. You might hit more, but I, I think it's just, you know, I think he's understanding and, and realizing that he's not going to overpower a golf course and beat everybody. I mean, there's, there's guys that are going to overpower the golf course with him and, and they're going to make two or three more putts and and they'll, you know, they'll beat him by a few. So I think, uh, you know, he's kind of getting into that where tiger used to overpower a golf course. They made the golf courses longer and, and more difficult. And, and, you know, tiger got better cause he adapted and he quote unquote hit more three woods, but he kept it more in play. And, and I think I, you know, I, I kind of guess that's what he's kind of talking about is, is he's going to try to be a little bit more, um, you know, a little, little smarter around the golf course, trying to stay out of trouble, you know, looking at angles into pins. Um, and if that does mean three wood and five wood and iron off the tee, then it does. But I, I think that will, that's actually a good idea because you know I think that's been a huge issue in addition to the putting, which, which has been well-documented is, you know, is take, hitting these drivers and, and taking himself out of play sometimes.
0: I mean, I would have rather he said, "I, I you know, I'm going to focus on my game that's you know, inside 120 yards. And uh, I'm going to try to become uh i'm gonna try to go try to go from below average to really good and that's going to be the difference in, in my game don't be don't be so shitty with your wedges and we'll be talking about you winning four times a year instead of uh another disappointing year but he he already is in midseason form he you know he finished 67 69 to backdoor top 15 um so that's you know that's that's uh that's midseason roaring right there. Um, yeah. now, when, now, when he does it at the Masters, well, that'll just be that, that'll be that'll be the norm right there. Um, let's move on to the Farmers Insurance Open, uh, Johnny. The scene of the crime, um, the scene yeah. of the crime from last year, probably the, maybe the biggest story of the year, arguably. Um, you know we we, we picked that event, we picked the winner, we picked Reed in, in that tournament. So I got a lot of good feelings about this tournament, but, uh, I actually went back and was reading some stuff. And I was watching a couple of the YouTube videos today from, from that ruling. And, um, I think my favorite part is when, um, you know, he, he, he picks his ball up and, you know, then, then he calls the rule official and Brad Fable comes over and, uh, then he he utters the line, "Do you uh you mind if I stick my finger in it?" And uh, <laughs> and uh, Reed's like, "Well, how, there's no other way to tell, right? You got to stick your finger in there." It, it's just the context. If you were just listening and you had no idea what they were talking about, you you've you probably just would have lost your shit listening to it. But um, that whole incident was um, it was insane. I watched the whole ten minute piece on on CBS uh, their YouTube page today. And, uh, it was, it was great. So we're back Reed's the defending champion. Um, he's not playing well coming into this tournament. We'll get to that. Um, thoughts on the golf course, um, and, and what, what you're looking for this week as far as who, who, who's good course fit here?
1: Well, the, the golf course is, is extremely long. Um, and they generally, uh, this time of year, the rough grows really thick. Um, it's a pretty straightforward golf course. Um, it kind of got exposed that way when they had the U S open, like they didn't know this every single year, how it kind of got picked on saying how, I mean, how, how the golf holes were dead straight. There was no curvature to the holes at all. Um, you've got to hit it long and you've got to hit it in the fairway. Or you you can't get to these greens and and the the greens are average size but a lot of them are protected on the front uh, front left and front right by bunkers and there's generally only a, a small sliver to run the ball up. it so if if the if the rough is long you have got to be in the fairway to win this and you know generally with the exception of, of maybe a couple guys who have won here you've got to be able to hit it hit it pretty far and, 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 you know, keep it in play because, you know, if you're going to try to get up and down all, all week long, you're not going to win this golf tournament. With the exception of Patrick Reed,
0: because that's, that's kind of what he did last year. Um, <clears throat> I remember when I dove into the stats last year, I, I was surprised how important around the green game was because like you said, it's, it's if everyone's missing the fairway and playing from the rough, you're going to probably be missing a lot of greens. And you want you want the guy that's that's really good at getting up and down and reads reads that guy. I mean, otherwise he's not really a great course fit here. He's not long. He's not very accurate off the tee. He's not like not like a Colin Murakawa who isn't that long but can really just hit sixty five percent of the fairways. Um, you know, so I, this, this is such a tough one to, to peg, you know, you want someone that, that puts pretty well on POA, of course. Um, of course the one court, one, one round at the North course on, on bent, but essentially you want a guy that's a decent POA putter. You want some length. Um, you know, I think around the green game is important and, uh, you know, playing, long par four as well, 450 to 500 yards. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's such an odd stat to look at, but I, I think it's important for guys that, you know, drive it 310 in the fairway or the first cut and on, on a 480-yard hole where they can still they – they can hit a 7-iron, 8-iron on the green versus a guy that's that's hitting it short and crooked on those holes. Are, they're kind of out to lunch. Yep,
1: yep. I, I would <laughs> – definitely got to look at those. That's like statistically, uh, obviously that, that's, that's the best. And, and we had talked about last year when we, when we put picked Reed as a good pick for this was because of his short game. It wasn't because of, you know, the other statistics there, but you know, another thing is, is this, you know, like they play this course every single year and it seems to fit golfer's eyes really, um, really well or really poorly. And, you know, I think looking at the guys who've had success here as well, and even if they don't necessarily fit the, the, the perfect mold um, it it does bring out, you know, certain golfers uh, their best. So, you know, we have to look at that as well, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's long par fours it's, it's, you know, you're going to have to get up and down and the greens are always really bumpy um, with being Poana. So, you know, you got, you want guys who can, who could put that, You, you know, the, your good Bermuda green putters that we talk about, um they they generally really struggle at this golf course
0: the next four weeks on the schedule are are low-key one of my favorite stretches of of the schedule though with with tory and then we got pebble next week uh super bowl week and we have phoenix which has become a pretty awesome event and then i believe after that is uh riv if i'm not mistaken So this next four weeks are, I think, pretty legitimate. you got some good golf courses and the fields uh, from at least this week. Uh, Phoenix has gotten better. And, of course, Riviera will be top-notch. So I think it's going to be a good run here. Let's see uh, what the odds tell us. And, and, of course, we know John Rahm has, has had an affinity for this golf course. First tour win here in 2017. He um, you know, wins the U.S. Open here last year uh, during the summer. Um, but he, you know, he's also had some other good finishes here as well. He's finished, um, the last five years, he's finished first, 29th, fifth, second, seventh, and then also the U S open win last summer. So this is, this is a, a true horse for the course. He's the number one player in the world. And, uh, you could argue, he's probably appropriately priced at where he's at this week, even though it's, it's a very short number. It's still, um, it's still probably it might be a little low but at plus 650 you have to make the decision on on your on your betting card if if you have a certain allotment of units or, or whatever you go with is uh are you going to
1: use a single bullet on john rom and maybe sprinkle in some long shots right yeah absolutely i you know the the number is is probably pretty close but yeah at 13 to 2 um plus 650 there that's that's such a low number that it, it's real hard to buy them because, you know, let's say you put, you know, a, few, a full unit on them. there. I mean, you're not going to get that much of a return. But then again, uh, you know, you look at everybody else in the field and, and he's got the, you know, he, you know, he's easily got the best chance at winning. And, and you know, winning a um, former farmer's insurance open a few years ago when the U.S. Open uh, last year he he's definitely the favorite but I I don't know I mean I I want to bet him but I just I don't know if it's worth you know so little you know quote unquote so little return with that possibility that if he doesn't win I mean you don't get any value really as a top five finish either so you know for me I'd probably stay away from him but you know I I wouldn't fault anybody. I wouldn't fault you or or like you said, anybody for betting him just if you feel that good about him for winning this week.
0: We you and I traditionally don't bet the favorites often, especially if they're under plus one thousand. If if you know, if it's a major and it's it's really tight between a few guys, then then we might be talking a little differently. But yeah, plus six fifty, it is really hard to if you have a budget weekly budget that you try to stick to for this. And I mean to, to get any decent sized return, you'd almost have to use a hundred percent, 90% of your budget. That's, that's a tough thing to do. Um, it's, it's a well-earned number though. And he really does fit the golf course in every way. The argument for him winning as well is that he's, uh, the, the, the odds, are, the odds are, you know, with him just winning once last year, that there's going to be some wins that just start stacking up. Um, he played great in Hawaii. he, don't did not play great this last week at all. Um, you know, not a fan of the setup, uh, but he only finished 14th in a, it's a really, really weak field. I mean, it's just, that was not a good week for John Robb, um, you know, 14th for most guys is a good week, but it's just, it was not a good week. So I, I could see both sides of the argument. Um, I, I'll probably stay away and then and, and see if something happens live where I can pick him up later on in the tournament. I mean, that's where I know you and I both usually go with these kind of things. Um, following him, it's, it's, it's really stacked and we start, we start getting into some, some guys that are, um, they're, they're, it's, it's my rule of under plus 2000 superstars. And we'll, we'll talk about those, but uh, JT at plus 1200 Xander, uh, San Diego guy, um, you know, runner up last year, plus 1400, uh, Hideki coming off the win hawaii at plus 1,800, maybe still undervalued. Um, uh, Berger, Scheffler, and Sam Burns all at plus 2,000. Uh, maybe a couple surprises in there. I'm still trying to figure out the Scotty Scheffler thing a little bit right now. I don't really understand how he, he could be 20-1, to 1 and he still hasn't won, and he hasn't really started the season that great yet. But um Who's the guy in this range? I'm sure you have someone targeted. Do you just go back to Hideki?
1: You know, I want to go to Hideki because I like that number, but winning two consecutive weeks in a row is, is hard, and I've talked about it all the time. i probably mentioned it every single podcast I've ever done. is It's so hard to bet guys uh, on their back-to-back uh, weeks there. But, uh, you know, he putted so well that he, he's very intriguing to because – his ball striking was good, but it, it wasn't to where it normally is. I mean, he's generally regarded as one of the best ball strikers um, in the world at any given time, you know, in his, in his young career. here. So I don't mind him. Uh, I don't even mind him as a, in a top 10 finish either getting a, a uh on a top 10. Is it too bad? I think he's going to hang around. Um, but it, you know, if he doesn't get that putter going, uh, like he did there at Sony, especially in that final round, then, then yeah, he's not going to end up winning. But I mean, at plus eighteen hundred, that's that's a pretty good number there. I, I really okay. I'm staying away. I know we talked about Xander. I'm staying away from Xander. The fact that he finished second last year is remarkable. Um, played his high school matches out there, um, a lot mm-hmm. of them, and has always struggled there. He's never been never been good there at uh, at Torrey Pines, and you know finally kind of broke through and, and finished runner up there, but that's still too, too short of a number for him, for a guy that doesn't really, really win. And, and hasn't had a great course history here. Um, I, I don't love Justin Thomas's number, but that's probably the guy I'm going to pick there. Hmm. Um, you don't, you've got to hit it well. I mean, he fits the mold for, for hitting it long. Um, you know, he's a good driver of the golf ball. I think he's gonna hit you know, he can hit a lot of greens. The short game is is not bad. And and I'm hoping that there'll be less pressure on on making putts. And I think having uh, Bones Mackay on the bag, who is a West Coast guy, he's an Arizona guy, but um, you know, being on the bag with with Phil Mickelson and Mackay's a an excellent green reader. Um, and I think that's gonna help him and and Thomas being a bent grass and now Bermuda guy. I uh, you know I I think I'm hoping that this translates this this partnership as they get more comfortable with each, with each other uh, translate into some success. Twelve hundred that that's a little a little tight, but that plus two seventy five top five, which I, I I normally don't like to bet top five finishes. I can't see him not contending this week. Hmm. I'm a little surprised. Uh, you usually you've been you've been keeping away
0: from JT with with the. Issues with the putter. Um, he doesn't have a course history here. In fact, I don't know if he's played this event. From what I see, he hasn't played in the last five years. Um, now, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, he's playing the type of golf that JT can play. Finished fifth at Tournament Champions, fifth at the Hero in December. Um, you know, I don't. I forget what he finished at the Father Son with with uh, Mike. But uh, no, he's 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 been playing good golf. <laughs> He's been playing good golf, so that's that's an understandable play. Um, I'm going to surprise you. It may shock you. I don't. I don't hate Xander this week. Do not hate I do not, Wait, hate, I do Wait, not hate Xander. No,
1: I do not hate Xander you hate this Xander week. Every
0: week, I know. I I I'm probably not going to bet him to win, but I don't. I I don't hate it. Um, based on some of the metrics we were talking about earlier, as far as. Uh, play lengthier par fours driving distance, accuracy approach, all those, all those things. I don't hate it. And, and obviously he, he's grown up around these type of greens or POA. So I, so I'm saying the, the guy, maybe I'm last
1: with, year, was, maybe last year was the, the, you know, the, where he kind of broke through and has <laughs> now has got that confidence on the course. Yeah. Cause he hadn't really finished well here up until last year.
0: Um, Finished twelfth at, at tournament of champions. It was solid, not great. Um, I'll probably be betting Daniel I at those, Which could be a little bit of a surprise, but um, I like I like how just damn solid he's been hitting his approach shots for a while. And uh, although I, I have a little, I think he's a straight enough driver to keep it to play. Um, I have a little bit of question about getting the ball up and down with him that's probably my only question um i I trust him to make enough putts um last 50 rounds he's fourth total in strokes gained behind john rom sam burns and taylor moore go figure um so burger the last 50 rounds he's his, his game completely across the board is solid he's losing a little bit of strokes putting uh one tenth of stroke putting, but one point one strokes gain on approach. So I I, I just like where Berners headed. I think he wins at least once this year. Maybe a two win season for 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 DB straight by, but, um So past plus two thousand <clears throat> into the, the all the way up to thirty five hundred. This is where you just have you have studs. And by the way, the last five or six years, studs usually win the golf tournament. You know, you can say whatever you want about Patrick Reed. He's 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 a he's a big game hunter. Uh, Jason Day's won here a couple times. Jason Day's not not that anymore, but he was at the time. Justin Rose, Mark Leishman. Um, I, you just don't you don't see a lot of Tom Hogies winning this tournament. You know what I mean? So, I, I just generally speaking, I'm not going to go much past fifty to one to win this tournament. Um, so, DJ Dustin Johnson's at plus twenty two hundred. And uh, he he has basically no history here. Last time he played here was twenty seventeen, missed the cut. Uh, Bryson is at plus twenty two hundred. Uh, he also hasn't played here since twenty eighteen, missed the cut. But his game's much different than it was. Uh, U.S. Open, he was in contention to the last back to the back nine, and you know, admittedly imploded. Uh, in a big way. I think he shot 43. But uh when he when he made the turn last year at Torrey, I I, I thought he was going to win the US Open back to back. Um I, I just want to talk about those two guys first before we go down. or either one of those guys
1: worth taking a chance on? I, I think Bryson is and and the fact that he he should be the the defending U.S. Open champion. I mean they're wow. That guy, I mean he was in it I mean, yeah, he shot what seven, eight over par in the last nine holes, and I mean, he was up by a couple. Just very uncharacteristic of him once he gets that lead, because he's a guy you can once he once he takes the reins there and, and can get out in front. Um, he's a tough guy to to take down, or he's not a guy that really beats himself at that point, but. You know, and and what's interesting, and, and didn't he blame it on some tough breaks and bad lies and stuff? And and yeah. Yeah. He, while I think he's full of shit, because you generally you create your own luck and everything, that type of mentality though is is perfect for a guy like him to come back and play well the following year. He's not going to have the the wounds that uh, you know that uh, some people will have whether it's golf or football or, or any sport, really. So 2,200, that that's a good number there. I'm going to, I'm going to bet him. Now the issue with, with Bryson is, is he's going to win or he'll finish 30th or he'll miss the cut. I don't think, you know, I I've been preaching about, you know, taking the guy to win and then with top five. Um, I don't think I'll do that with, with Bryson because if he doesn't win, I don't think he's going to finish in the top five. If he's in, in contention, he's going to shoot that 43 and implode and and just make a you know just make a mess of things. So that's why I, I, I like him. DJ, I don't I don't like him at all this week. Um, that putter, I don't know how that's going to perform. Um, course history. Because he hasn't really had any, I don't mind that. But the putter, though, it has been so cold for him over the last year um, that I don't think you can bet him until he shows you otherwise. Now, if he gets that putting back, and you know, we always talk about that DJ heater. You just ride it until you know, until you you know he proves to you otherwise. But he's been so cold with that putter. He's switched putters a few times. He's gone back to the the same spider that he had success with. Just right now, he just can't. He's not finding it. So I think he's a he's a definite stay away.
0: He hasn't played in a while either. Um, I I don't remember him playing much in the fall at all. I think maybe maybe the Vegas tournament, right? That Rory won was the last time he might have played for DJ. Uh, I'm 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 totally aligned with you on Bryson. I think you. I think you almost. This is almost a system play based on once again the, the 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 number is too low um i i mean the fact that he's priced behind a guy like scotty scheffler so no one loves scotty scheffler more than me but that's 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 a disrespectful line that's, to Bryson, yeah and it's 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 over respecting scotty at this point um i think this is a good setup for bryson you know we we, we were texting about it earlier i think Tory is a good setup for him um you know, it's a, you know, bomb and gouge ish. It, it's, it's, it's really long, which plays into his hands. The rough is really thick, which also plays into his hands as well. So if you're talking about a week where Bryson could just make a few cuts, I think he's going to be there um, on Saturday, which by the way, didn't even talk about it. Oh, yeah. I forgot the Wednesday start, the Saturday, uh, Saturday night finish is, the best idea. that Just
1: fantastic.
0: I mean, I, I couldn't be more excited. I forgot about it until the promo last night during the Chiefs Bills game. And I was like, "Oh yeah, this is great. We can actually finish a golf tournament Saturday night in prime time. It's going to be badass."
1: Yep, finishing a good a good golf tournament, good golf course, and then just Sunday is just going to be devoted to football. So yeah. I, I'm really, really excited about that. I think they're doing Friday night as well. So yeah, that's the, great. For, for people working, it's the coverage starts, I think, at 5 o'clock. So it'll probably run until close to 9. So you know, yeah. it'll be, it'd be kind of cool to see a, a third round Friday round there. But, uh, but yeah, again, with Bryson one more time, you know, I, I'm not saying he's a lock, you know, anything like that to win this event. But it, it does fit. He won at Wingfoot at the U.S. Open, which is one of the hardest – golf courses in the world it's tight it's not as long as this course but he kind of won with the bomb and gouge and you know he, he he plays well at these courses if his if he's you know if he's kind of mentally and emotionally into it so you know i i i like it this week and i'm, I'm gonna go with it 2500 to
0: 3500 finau leishman zalatoris i i've i've been seeing uh, earlier in the day, he was around plus four thousand. So there's been a bunch of money coming in on Will Zalatoris, um, Sunjay M at plus three thousand, and Brooks at thirty five hundred. Um, you know, we talked about Zalatoris. We both liked him last week. Um, you know, he had the the hot second rounds. Uh, apparently a lot. Apparently there's enough people betting him for to drive his number down quite a bit. Uh, do you see it this week in the cars for him or not?
1: It. With with I think with Will Zalatoris going forward is you're going to have to live with potentially a poor putting week where he's just not going to make anything, but his, his tee to green game is oh, on good. par with with any of these guys, so you know, I don't mind it at all, and I don't mind betting him to win. Um, it's kind of like with with Tony Finau, you know, when he first kind of got, you know, his name was out there. Years ago, you probably would, you know, we weren't betting at the time, but um, it's a guy that you probably bet on just because the potential there to win. And then he kind of, you know, showed that, you know, with that putter, it was, was not dependable enough. But, you know, I think, uh, I think Will Zalatoris, I don't even mind him at 30 to 1. I'll probably strongly consider it. I wish I could get him more of 35 to 40 to 1 where it opened. Um, I really wish I would have seen that because. I didn't realize that, uh, that he was already, already down to that much, but yeah, he could win at this golf course. This is one that he could win at. And, and with the point of greens, you know, and, and the course being so hard that as long as his short game's decent, um, he's definitely uh, a consideration there. Um, but with that said, this is a great group, although otherwise just, you know, uh, not, not, you know, not even including him. I mean, Finau, is he going to win again? You know, maybe, maybe not. But this golf course would work well for him. Um, and, it,
0: it, and it has worked well. Uh, yeah, he's had some success here, hasn't he? Yeah, he said he's had some top uh, top tens the last five years. I, I just had that in front of me, but I switched the page. But I, I was going to mention fee now. I think course history, um, yeah, everything that is essentially the same for Bryson kind of applies here for me a little bit. Um, you know, I, I don't think he's as good out of the rough as, as Bryson is, but I think uh, obviously he feels comfortable here. Uh, course history is really solid. Um, you know, betting fee now always comes with some caveats, but you know, I really think now that he, he got the monkey off his back last year, I, I think he'll pick up another W at some point this year. Um, yeah, I, this, this is, this is where I just hand out a bunch of wins arbitrarily. And, you know, I, I I'm already up to like 40 wins given out for the year. Um, anyone else in that range, uh, Leishman, Sanjay Brooks.
1: Yeah. I like, I like Leish. He's got great course history here. Good ball striker um i think he puts his greens pretty well didn't he win here i know he's had a couple runner up yeah he won yeah. here like just a couple of years ago i think i think uh oh. 20 it was actually 2020 Yeah, 2020 so two years ago he won and he's had two runner-up finishes as well so um you know 25 to one's not bad and if if you know you think he's gonna finish top 10 uh plus 250 is not bad at all but he'll I think he'll contend. He's playing good golf, um, you know, and lo- you know, good course history here. The only guy I would stay away from in this in this group is Brooks Kepka. I know that number is is real tempting, but he never plays any events on the West Coast. Hates these greens, hates them. Um, never puts well out here. I would wait to see how he played well, and maybe even a live bet if you do like how he's playing. But I, I just don't think he's going to win on Palante greens. He's played here twice. The
0: last five years, missed the cut, uh, both instances. Uh, yeah, Leishman won in 2020. That was that was the that was the Kobe crash day. I remember. Oh, that that that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going down the board. Spieth is checking in at forty to one plus four thousand. Uh, Maverick McNeely, West Coast guy, plus forty five hundred. Connors, Patrick Reed, Taylor Gooch, Matt Wolf at fifty to one. Uh, man, Reed's just, he's just sitting out there at an unbelievable number.
1: I'm, I'm going to throw something on him, a 50 to one. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, he's just one, of, you know, he's one of these guys, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna scrape it out and, you know, if he catches a good week, that, that's a good number. Cause last year, I think he was 30 or 40 to one. I got him at 25. I remember. 25. Okay. Um, that's,
0: yeah. It's double. It's double this year. from last Yeah. Year.
1: And, and he's got, you know, like you said, the, the game's really not, not there at, at this point, but I mean, you know, not, being the defending champion, I could see him making a run at it. And, and, you know, you don't have to put much on him to win a lot. Um, Speed that 41 is interesting, but I think that's really reflecting how he's been playing, which is, which has not been good at all. And I, I I think we're going to have, you know, he's going to have, I think, uh, a successful season, but I, I, I I don't know if I could touch him at that. Just a bad setup for him. It feels like, doesn't it? Yeah. I was being such a poor driver in the golf ball and yeah, it just doesn't work.
0: um, Back to Reed real quick. Um, Talk about someone that's got course history the last four years here, 23rd, 13th, 6th,
1: 1st on Pat. Yeah. I think you could bet. I think you could bet him to win with, with top 10 or top 20, even as, as insurance. Um, I do, I do
0: gravitate back toward Matt McNeely. Um, yeah. 15th here, two years ago, missed the cut last year, but, um, you know, he picks up strokes just everywhere. Um, you know, he's positive in his last 50 rounds off the tee, approach around the greens and putting, um, He's just solid everywhere. He's from, you know, he's from the West Coast. Knows Poa Green's pretty well. Um, so, I, you know, what my favorite Matt McMillan bet is top twenty. That's at
1: plus one sixty. Well, yeah, and he's a better golfer than he was a year ago when he missed the cut. He's just, he's just a better tour player. So, I, I like it. Um,
0: fifty five and above. Justin Rose at fifty five hundred. Um, I saw that he had his best ball striking round in two years on Sunday might be something to think about, even though, uh, I do not like Justin Rose at all as a human being, um, Ryan Palmer at at plus 6,000, really good course history there. Si Wu, Cam Tringali, Aaron Wise, and Matt Hughes at 6,500. And then, uh, Homa, Zayden Hoot, and my boy, Luke List at 70 to one, um, First of all, Justin Rose. I mean, this is this is a famous Johnny thing. Here is is who played well, who hit the ball uh, the last time we saw him, and can they can they, they they find something and then they they take that momentum into the next week? Is is that is that
1: are, are you on the Justin Rose radar this week at all? Not to win, but yeah, I, I do like him this week. Um, he did win here before. That's what I think he game number one in the world uh, to earn that spot. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, as long as he's and he used to be really, really good driver of the golf ball, real good iron player. Um, you know, got crooked with his driver though the last couple of years, and you know, hence has fallen off. But you know, I think he's got a lot of confidence and and the course history. I don't I don't mind him at all. Fifth five to one with this field is a little. I don't, a little gutsy. I don't, I, I don't see him winning, but you know, if, you know, top 20 bet, top 30 bet, something like that. Um, I think he'll make the cut and do something. Um, and Ryan Palmer, I mean, you know, so I was going to mention, yeah. We'll yeah talk we'll about course,
0: course, course history. He's got uh, for the last four years, second, 13th, 21st, second, finished yeah. 12th, at, finished 12th at Sony. Um, yeah, it's it's Ryan Palmer, so he's he's probably not going to win the tournament, but um, top ten yep. plus five hundred. What about any of the guys uh, there in that range? Wise, um, we know what he offers. Uh, this this is like my land of uh, my favorites that never do anything. Wise and list, and then there's Max Max at that number at plus seven thousand.
1: I, I'm gonna keep betting Max, especially in California, but I'm gonna keep betting Max if he's at five thousand or or higher. Um, you know I, he he's he's getting better and better and better. and I, I think uh, I, you know I like him. um I think he's a good player, and at seventy to one, I think that's real good value. There is to throw a little bit on him there, but I, you know, most of these West Coast events, if they're gonna, if they're gonna put him that low that I, you know, he's got the capabilities to win. Obviously, that he's got the, you know, but he's got three now. So, yeah. um, I don't. Aaron Wise, I, I, I've been told, I've kind of read that he's got some value this week. He's got the talent. I mean, would you bet him to win, or would you bet him? Top twenty. I mean, do you feel that he's gonna make the cut and make some noise? I think he can make the cut for sure. I, I probably wouldn't go over top twenty with with
0: Wise. He's been okay. off for he's been off for a while. Um, he hasn't played since Houston. He finished twenty six at Houston. Two twenty for plus two twenty for top twenty. I would rather go there. I'd I would like to yeah. see it first with him. Um, I, I, instead, I'd rather spend my money on Luke List. I, I mean, I don't. I, I normally say this tongue in cheek, but this is an amazing. This is an amazing setup for him. This is an amazing setup for him, and he's played well here. He's made the cut the last four years, finished 10th last year. Uh, His last three starts, Houston 10th, RSM 10th uh, last week, 22nd. Uh, Tita Green, uh, guess guess who's better than him, Tita Green, in the last 50 rounds?
1: Tita Green? Yep. I got to thank Rom, and – That's it. It starts and ends with John round. That's the only guy that's
0: been better two to green the last that's 50 it? rounds. That's it. Um He's gaining strokes around the green. He is losing uh, 0.6 <laughs> per round on uh, uh, on the greens. So that's it. That's I mean, if Lucas can, is there any way Poa Green sort of just negate awful shitty putters, or is that is that more of the uh, past palum that we've talked
1: about in the past? Well, they're, they're, it's kind of both. I mean, bent and Bermuda, you got to be good putters to, to excel. I think uh, um, they, they kind of expose bad putters. But past Palom and, and Poana, if you have the right type of stroke, and you know, you just have to, happen to catch lines because you kind of gotta pop the ball. You gotta you gotta hit it a little bit harder to get a good you know good rotation on it so it rolls consistently. He. If he wins, it's going to be on these Poana West Coast, you know, greens. So, right, right. I, I, but still, he's just, he can be, I know. he can be so bad. <laughs> but it's just amazing how how well he is getting to the green and then, you know, and then just loses strokes. I mean, it's just incredible it's, that
0: he it's incredible. can
1: keep his card like that and, and be you know be that bad on the greens he I, he's just been playing really well the last I, I really
0: said the whole fall he played well he yeah he really had a chance to win at houston he was in he the next week at rsm he was in contention the final day um i know he's probably not going to win i just feel like if he's going to win it's gonna be at this type of golf course it's gonna be um, at a course that really favors his length and his ball striking, and, and sort of neutralizes putting. <laughs> now he's yeah, got to beat—he's I mean, he, got to beat a world-class field to do it. That's that's the only problem. But yeah, uh, you know, you know, again, we're talking about this seventy-to-one number where if, if I put five dollars down, I can win three fifty. I, I I'll, I've spent five dollars in much worse ways, so I'll I'll be betting Luke List, and I'll probably put him in my best bets.
1: Okay. Nice. i i actually don't i really don't mind I part of it's just giving me shit about it because you talk about them more than I, you, you talk about your own children but you know sure. that's fine that, that's fine you know yeah. but uh but yeah 70 to one i mean i think it's pretty fairly priced but it it's like it's like homa i mean it's got some it's got value it, to it, it that does. way down the board and he could miss the cutting but he could also get ten.
0: Let's move on past Lucas. Um, okay. Frankie Molinari, he, like you mentioned earlier, came, came. he's coming back from the dead a little bit. He's at 80 to 1. Uh, your boy Joaquin Neiman at 80 to 1. Billy Ho, Lanto Griffin, Keegan, Cam Davis, he's at 9. And then Mitchell, Norin, Mito Pereira, J Day, uh, Hoagie, they're all at 100 to 1. I don't see a winner in here for sure. Mm. But guy like Mito Pereira, great ball striker at plus eight hundred for a top ten. Got to got to be some interest there for you.
1: Yeah, it's just whether he's you know I don't know the last couple of months. Obviously, I don't know how he's really played. Like he started out with uh, you know a lot of uh, top thirty finishes on tour when he when he first came out in the late summer early fall, and then really was 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 struggling. But yeah, great ball striker. Um, I don't know about a top. 10 bet but i i don't mind him to make the cut and finish top 20 or 30 um he he's definitely going to be somebody that's going to be on my card in some capacity there uh, frank molinari i think he's going to ride that you know he, he's proven he's been a good enough player over the years obviously major champion um and, and had had some success uh, and the way he the way he kind of he actually played Pretty well every single round, all four rounds, I believe. But uh, mm-hmm. um, I think he's going to have some value there to finish in, you know, top ten, top twenty, something like that. The rest of them, I would agree. I don't, I don't like any of them as, as win bets either. Um, and, and really, it's it kind of the whole group there is is kind of mm-hmm. underwhelming for me. I probably stay away from everybody else on that.
0: You know, it the last 50 rounds in this field, he's he's been really exceptional, T to the Green. He's fifth T to the Green, only behind Brahm, Les Berger, and Sunday. I mean, that's 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 the elite of the elite right there, as ball strikers go. Hoagie coming back from the runner up last week. Um, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. There, there's not that many guys that hit their irons as, as good as Tom Hoagie's been hitting them um the last few months. I I know. I've been I'm i am not expect this to be said tonight, that, those words. I know. it's. I, I feel embarrassed a little bit. Um, but he's got two top 12s here at, at Torrey the last four years. He finished second last week. He finished fourth at RSM in the fall. Uh, so two of his last three finishes have been top fives. Uh, Tom Hoagie, Iron Extraordinaire, uh, top 10 plus 800. Uh, just saying. Uh a guy that's had a great course history here, Rant Snedeker. He's at a plus 11,000. Johnny Vegas, he's played well around here a time or two. Uh, not for a while, but also at that same number. Gary Woodland, that was my that was my chic top 40 bet last week. man, that really played out well. Uh, he's also at plus eleven thousand. Uh, Hoffman, Ricky Fowler, Kevin Strelman, Grayson Sig, Joel Damon, Cam Chant, Matt Jones this this list kind of goes down here there's a lot of guys at 150 to 1 here um i think i think you can't really do much more betting these guys for a, a top 10 and probably more in the top 20 to 40 range this week it feels like this isn't this isn't a long shot course as we talked about
1: yeah yeah this is the, this is the opposite of of uh, the American Express event where yeah, you, you you're not gonna get these these surprises there. But uh yeah, it's a fun, oh, oh how Matt Jones is, yeah. <laughs> Oh how Matt Jones has fallen though. He was like yeah, people were thinking he was gonna do something there at Sony and then he just kind of Matt Jones it. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if if you're looking at a top 40, um, I would probably look at Snedeker and Vegas. Probably Vegas over Snedeker, and
0: Snedeker has been playing kind of
1: decent. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, I didn't know he was doing anything until I think was it last week or was it two weeks? Yeah, kind of uh, he but finished top, top forty at Sony, top fifteen last week. So I mean, yeah, there's there's some you know value there, but I wouldn't go much. I would maybe go top twenty, but. Even then, even it's it, it's a big number there. But, you know, you'd think a guy like Woodland would, would fit here well, but he's just so inconsistent. I um, really want Ricky Fowler here. And anybody who's, like, thinking about Ricky Fowler – this is like one of his major sponsors, so I don't know how much. Like, if you think he's going to break out here soon, I wouldn't pick this event for him to do it because he's going to be busy with sponsor commitments and everything like that. I hope he does play well because I do like him potentially going forward here as some good value. But this week I don't, and really everybody else in the in the group that I hadn't mentioned, I I don't. I'm not even going to touch.
0: Well that Michael Thompson loved last week. That didn't that didn't go great. That didn't go great.
1: No, he uh he he really played well at Sony and then really didn't play well. Why are you gonna talk about last week? You know, I, I don't know.
0: Wanna... I I was big on Michael Thompson too. I, I, I bet him. I didn't yeah. I didn't put my best bets, but uh, yeah. Um anyone under that that we go down to 180 to one all the way down to five hundred actually, even farther than that. But uh, uh, Joseph bramlett he he bucked his head a little bit last week. Uh, really, really long off the tee. Um, might be a little bit too inexperienced at a course like this and, and a field like this uh, to, to really succeed. But positive off the tee, really good on approach, really struggles with putter. But uh, that's a 200 to one shot.
1: What else yeah. you got? Well, okay. I, and, and I'm not picking him. I'm just going to ask you. I, hudson swafford won do you, do you see him carrying over and finishing top 20 30 whatever or is, is this golf course just not fitness profile i mean he's an east coast guy so he's a bermuda green grass green guy so that might not be even a good option there but uh um i just thought that was interesting though that he wins and he's you know he's 150 to one to win after he was 175 to one, you know, he didn't move up really that much, but you know, you can tell that uh, the the books, you know, really think it was a fluke there. So I, and he's it's not going to, he's not going to win back to back weeks and, and everything like that, but you know, I it's just true. didn't just kind of surprises that number there, but, uh, um, but the,
0: the books think Keegan Bradley has twice as good a chance to win.
1: Still, so, then uh, Hudson
0: Swafford. No, I yeah. think I think I'm, I'm going to call Hudson's going to miss miss the cut this week. It's, it's cut up. for Hudson. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. that's fair. That's fair. I want to. There's one guy I, I I always look at and I never mentioned and you mentioned him is is Doug Gim. This is not really <laughs> a good course for him, but he's a. Uh, I think he went to Cal. You know, he is he going to be a guy who can put consistent enough to win? No, or is he going to be the Bo Hostler type where, you know, oh, oh he's
0: no. just, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not the Bo I'm Hossler I'm going type. with Bo uh, Yeah, Doug Gim, I, I, I like him. I, I don't know if, I don't know if he's got the length to stick around at this golf course. He feels like a guy that, that would like win the Travelers to me at some point i don't know why i have that one pegged for for doug Gim. so he's uh, winning that one this year okay i'll note that that not, not the 22 travelers but a travelers uh um, oh, okay okay kyle stanley uh real real checkered past
1: here right yeah you remember that uh, oh you were God. a huge fan of him that, oh, i loved that, that him. year yeah that was a devastating loss. Like that was,
0: that was devastating. But even recently he's, he's shown up here to two top twenties in the last couple of years for Kyle Stanley. Um, He just seems to have a a certain feel around this course should have won here. I think that was like 2012 um, where he had a three shot lead going into the last hole, the 72nd hole and makes triple um, and then lost in the playoff to Snedeker. Right. Yes. And then, but he came back the next week and won he wanted Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, my guy Hayden Buckley's down here at 200. Uh, did really show up last week. Davis Riley, 250 to one. He, he made an appearance last week for a while. He got uh, John Rowell on Sunday and then he made triple bogey on the first hole. And, uh, I had a top 10 bid on him, a pretty sizable one. And that uh, he ruined that immediately. Um, isn't isn't it the worst though when you have like a top 10 or top 20 bet on the guy and he's right in that range and then he yes. just just makes like a double to start and it's it's done.
1: <laughs> yeah, because at that point you know he's not gonna win, but you're like, you know what, at least I can recoup some of my my win bets that I'm not right. gonna win. I can at least make something and right. then then they start like that. And, and and then they're fighting their way up and a lot of times what these guys do is they just start they freewheel it make some birdies and you're like okay that, that looks good and then it's just you know then you start looking at them and then it's the plateau and then miss their you know finish 12th or something like that but
0: yes uh yeah there's a lot of guys down here that we saw in the lead world last week cameron young 300 to one um mm-hmm. uh he was, he was right there. Uh, is this going to be the yearly, uh, Tyler McCumber appearance where he's like fourth going into the final round?
1: It could be, it could be, I'm not going to bet him to do that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the names down he's, here, he's terrible. He, he is terrible, but yeah, he, he'll, it'll be like Bay Hill or something like that. That'll, you know, that he'll show up. It'll be like the third to last group or something like that. Um, I do like how Saif Figala. Um, he didn't play well Sunday, but um, played a good first three rounds there, and I think he's learning the pro game there. I don't know, if, good, you know. Again, good. this is this is one of these guys that you know you, you try to pick on potential, but this golf course can be so hard that um, you know, they, they, you know, a guy who's not as experienced, you're you're really throwing you know throwing darts at because. Last year, what was it? Did the winner? I think it was nine under, 10 under, something. I mean, traditionally, it's between like eight and 12, right? Yeah. So it's not a birdie fest. These guys got to, you know, they got to play some golf. And, you know, a lot of times the, the the less experienced PGA Tour guys, you know, that's harder for them to do after four rounds. So these guys, I'm going to stay away from just about every single one of them. I mean, it's just because you're just, Man, one, of the,
0: right. one of these guys, one of these guys down here, that's like 150 to 250 ones. I bet you one of them was going to finish the top ten, though. And, and, and someone's going to finish in the top ten that's down here, and it's like a plus 1400, plus 2000 bet for a top ten. That's where this golf betting is so awesome. That yeah, you could bet John Round to win at plus 650, but you could your return is going to be two and a half, three times bigger, if you could pick one of these guys to finish top 10, it's it's now, that's that's the hard part insanely hard part, as we've talked about for the last uh, year, a year and a half of doing this is these guys betting betting them for top 10 is, is as difficult as betting the top guys to win, it's insanely hard to win outright, but it's insanely hard to win these long shots top 10 top but it's fun to do, you can have some low stakes on a couple of guys and, and maybe one works out that's all I got for farmers. Anything else for you?
1: No, I don't have anything else for farmers. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the event cause I mean the first three events, you know, the first one's cool because it's, it's Kapaloo and then you, know, you got the Hawaii, the next Hawaii event. And then you got this, that, that other event with which generally doesn't have a good field, but this is the one where they finally, this is when the, when a lot of the big boys get together and, um, you know, where they have a, a, a real good field and this one's going to be a good field, um, you know, good golf course. And it, it should be, uh, should be fun. Don't go too crazy on these long shots like we've been saying. And um, I'll be looking a lot at, I think a lot of these matchups though, because uh, it'll either kind of be chalky as far as, you know, who I picked to win, you know, it'll be guys that are up there, but had some success already with the matchups and that's kind of where I'm going to focus here this week is, is that, because I think when you got a winner that's like, let's say 10 under par, um, these guys are so good that, that, you know, between first and, and, you know, 20th place could be, you know, three shots. So it's hard to say, you know, who misses a putt here and there and that could really swing and, and make the difference on whether you're, you know, your your third place or, or your 27th. You've
0: you've been making hay with the matchups. That's that's for sure. Um, Zach's done pretty decent with them. I I didn't put any of my best bets last week, but uh, yeah, it it might be a good week to to really uh, to really look for the guys that you think are going to play well and at least make the cut. And uh, sometimes you make the cut; that's enough to win a lot of these matchups, and it's pretty easy money. Uh, Yep. Maybe 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 spot a weak matchup you like. All right, Johnny. went a lot longer than I thought. I say that every time, but uh, a lot longer on the farmers than I thought, but you know, we had to get down, down to the nitty gritty there for, with the uh, 250, 300 to one guys, as we usually do. Uh, that's my favorite. That's my favorite part of the podcast. To be honest with you. Um, so we'll be back next week with uh, Pebble, Pebble Beach. Can't wait. Uh, since it's a Wednesday start this week, uh, of course we'll podcast will be released Tuesday. We'll probably have our best bets up uh, by Tuesday evening. So take a look there on Facebook, Instagram, check out the YouTube channel, your best bets. Uh, I've been posting those for the last couple of weeks. um, If you are so interested to do that Uh, coming uh, later in the week, of course, conference championship preview with Zach and my resident Rams fan, Nate will be with us. And then next week is, uh, hugely anticipated episode uh, it's uh days of thunder uh rewatchable with myself uh, tim and amanda that's going to be the best uh episode that i've that we've done in a while so can't wait for that one uh thanks for listening once again and we'll check it next time <laughs>